Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For the parents of the students who commit them, I'm Mike Marilla. Oral arguments now finished before the Supreme Court in two cases that could change how free speech is handled online. We'll talk about what's going on with Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein in just 10 minutes. Asian markets lower, the Dow down 85 today, and it's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Deadly shootings in Orange County, California, Florida, that is. CBS's Matt Piper with the latest. There were three separate shootings in Orlando, all police say involving one suspect who's been arrested. Three people were killed. The first shooting was around 11 a.m. Then Sheriff John Mina says the suspect shot members of the media sitting in a car. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide from this morning. And tragically, one of the News 13 employees has passed. The other is in critical condition. A nine-year-old girl was also killed. The sheriff says the 19-year-old suspect has a lengthy criminal history. Matt Piper, CBS News. A winter storm is making it tough to get around in the upper Midwest. Taylor Bradford says her, she and her infant son are trying to get to Dallas. They're stuck at the Minneapolis airport. We're kind of just stuck here. <laughs> CBS's Christina Ruffini is in Minneapolis. A bone-crushing winter storm is putting Minnesota on ice. And the twin cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul are in its crosshairs. By late afternoon, a second round of snow kicked into high gear, falling as much as two inches an hour. Wind chills made it feel like three degrees. Gusts up to 45 miles per hour produced whiteouts and nearly impossible driving conditions in some parts of the state. Before leaving Poland today and heading back to the U.S., President Biden met with members of the Bucharest Nine Group, leaders of countries on NATO's easternmost flank, and reaffirmed his commitment to the defense of NATO members. Leaders around this table have repeatedly stepped up to reaffirm our shared commitment to all these values. A commitment of the United States to NATO, I've said it to you many times, I'll say it again, is absolutely clear. The world's number one tennis player is asking American officials to allow him into the U.S. Novak Djokovic has very publicly refused to get a COVID vaccine. It has prevented him from competing in numerous events. He is now, though, asking authorities in the U.S. for special permission to enter the country. Djokovic wants to take part in a pair of high-profile competitions in California and Florida. Foreign visitors are still required to be vaccinated in order to enter the country. The rules expected to stay in effect until April. Steve Futterman. CBS News. A California man is formally charged with last week's killing of Catholic Bishop David O'Connell last weekend. A tipster had said that Carlos Medina claimed the bishop owed him money, but L.A. County Sheriff's Lieutenant Michael Modica says... When he was interviewed, he spoke, uh, he said several different reasons, and none of them made any sense to the investigators. So we don't believe there's any validity to the owing of money. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 85 points, NASDAQ up 15. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. 803 here on WTOP, Wednesday evening, February 22nd, 2023. Reagan National at 50, temperatures rising overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
breaking news on WTOP. A man is fighting for his life tonight after a shooting involving a police officer outside Tyson's Corner Center Mall in Fairfax County. Police say the man was shot in the upper body on Fashion Boulevard around 6.30 this evening. No officers were injured during the encounter. Fairfax County police say a public information officer is headed to the scene. WTOP is on scene as well. Fashion Boulevard closed between Leesburg Pike and Tyson's One Place at this time. Keep it here on WTOP for more on this developing story, including any updates from the traffic center as they are relevant tonight. Well, an American Airlines flight from Jacksonville, Florida, it was supposed to come here to Reagan National, never made it all the way to D.C. tonight. Flight 3444 ended up at Raleigh-Durham, an emergency landing because of a security concern involving a disruptive passenger. Police met the flight in North Carolina and took the person away. All this began about 3.40 this afternoon. The FBI says it is now figuring out whether to file federal charges. Do stay with us here at WTOP for updates. We're hearing from the new leader of D.C.'s troubled 911 emergency call center. She's promising change and a fresh start. Critics say several lives have been lost in recent years when first responders were sent to the wrong address or for other reasons the response was too slow. We have a game plan moving forward. Heather McGaffin, the acting director of D.C.'s Office of Unified Communications, is for the first time detailing some of the changes she's making. In the next 90 days, the agency will see a few things. The first being a complete policy overhaul. McGaffin says she's increased the number of supervisors who are on duty at any given time, and new employees will now need 14 weeks of training instead of the five weeks that were previously required. McGaffin has a lot of work to do as the call center has often come under fire for delays in sending out ambulances and mistakes, such as sending emergency crews out to incorrect locations. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. 805, from swastikas being drawn to messages being written and shared, Montgomery County Public Schools have seen a spike in anti-Semitic acts. Now the school system is taking action. Since last Friday, there have been nine newly reported anti-Semitic acts at schools. Images that students are showing one another, it could be that they drew on a piece of paper or shared it on a, you know, a device or whatever it may be. Superintendent Dr. Monifa McKnight says what's being seen is unacceptable. Unfortunately, we can't snap our finger to solve the problem. But the school system does plan to modify its response by documenting the act in the school file of the student who committed it and also bring in the parents of that student. To say, you know, we're going to have a conversation about this. We need you to be a part of the restoration plan and the plan moving forward and what are the commitments we all are going to make to ensure that this does not repeat itself. In the long term, there'll be more lessons on anti-Semitism and hate at schools. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Staying with Montgomery County, rising hate crimes outside of school have prompted a local lawmaker to pursue an anti-hate task force. The call comes from County Council President Evan Glass, who says the spike in racial, ethnic, and LGBTQ hate crimes is disturbing and frightening. Glass says the latest numbers from the past couple of years show more than 140 bias incidents. More than half were race-related. Many were focused on black people, and two out of ten targeted Asian Americans. Many of the crimes were aimed at Jewish people as well. Glass sent a letter about this to County Executive Mark Elrich just yesterday. Coming up tonight on WTOP After Traffic and Weather, social media sites are full of nefarious content, but should those companies be held liable for all that content? It's being argued before the Supreme Court this week. We'll break down the cases next with Politico's Josh Gerstein. Stay close to WTOP at 807. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. 
KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. We're not sure which companies need to hear this, but the perks that used to work to get the best employees are now, well, kind of lame. Look, a home office beats a corner office any day of the week. But if we have to come in, a van pool ride to and from work makes it a little less painful. Not to mention getting some cars off the road is way better for the environment. It all begs the question, if you're not offering a van pool option for your best employees, how do you know they are the best employees? Learn more at vanpoolalliance.org. Good to have you here now at 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound, the road work is back tonight. It is southbound before NASA Goddard, or right near NASA Goddard, and blocking the left lane for guardrail work, and that is what's going on there and has been the past several nights. Northbound, the lanes are open, and 95 is without delay. We're good to go on 270 as well as on 50 out to the Bay Bridge and really around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia. No incidents or delays to report. Things are in great shape on the Virginia side on both 395 and 95 as well as on 66. Southeast D.C. Alabama Avenue closed both ways between Suitland Parkway and 21st Street because of police activity. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast, and Amelia Draper. A few isolated showers possible out there on this Wednesday night as a warm front lists through the area. This front allows our temperatures to soar tomorrow with a high of 80 degrees. That will be a record high temperature. The old high for tomorrow, 78, set all the way back in 1874. We'll have clouds giving way to sunshine, and by the late morning and midday hours, temperatures have already warmed into the 70s. So a hot Thursday, but then, well, we turn colder throughout the day on Friday. We'll start off with temperatures around 50 degrees and fall into the 40s throughout the day, and winds gust up to 30 miles an hour. On Saturday, highs around 40, so a cold day with a chance for passing rain or snow shower. Clouds diminish on Sunday with highs back up to near 60. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Fort Belvoir at 49, Foggy Bottom 50, and Silver Spring 50 degrees. Temperatures are actually going up tonight into the 60s. And, of course, tomorrow you've been hearing Amelia say we could break records approaching nearly 80 degrees for that day in February tomorrow. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 810 on WTOP. Back-to-back days of arguments before the Supreme Court related to free speech online are now over. Today, justices wrestled with claims that Twitter contributed to a 2017 ISIS terrorist attack in Istanbul because ISIS recruiting videos were posted to its platform. Yesterday, Google faced similar accusations before the high bench. Joining us live tonight, Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein. Always a pleasure to hear from you, Josh. Take us through today's arguments and whether there are key differences between today and yesterday and kind of what, what all is going on here. Well, Dimitri, in both cases, uh, the justices did sort of presented more of a case on behalf of the tech companies than I think many of us had thought. There had been signals, particularly from the conservative justices, that they were sort of laying in wait uh, for the tech firms, uh, probably because of concerns that those companies are not always fair to uh, conservative political views. But in both of these cases um, involving claims that the, these platforms were being used to advance terrorism, um, the court seemed pretty broadly skeptical uh, of those arguments, at least of the effort to make the companies financially responsible 
uh, for terrorism. Today's case uh, was one against Twitter, and it was focused on a law uh, that basically says anyone who aids and abets uh, the commission of a terrorist act can be held financially liable. And uh, we had some family members of a victim of uh, what you mentioned, a terrorist attack in Istanbul, uh, sue Twitter saying that, you know, the availability of ISIS-friendly and ISIS videos online uh, help the terror organization with its recruiting efforts. So if, as you say, and right uh, for Politico, the uh, justices don't seem inclined to really take a large bite out of the tech companies here, are we looking at a very narrowly targeted ruling of some type? Yeah, I think they're going to try to do some sort of line drawing here. Uh, you know, you had a couple of justices, uh, Elena Kagan and Brett Kavanaugh, who seemed eager to preserve the government's right to go uh, up against individuals who provide financing uh, for a terrorist group, even if they might not know about a terrorist attack uh, or a specific attack that's being planned. Uh, whereas the justices seem to want to find some kind of safe landing spot for companies that are doing business with hundreds or thousands of people who they don't really know who they are and perhaps are offering basically the same service to everyone as Twitter and many social media companies do. So they seem to be trying to find a way uh, to have the tech companies not be liable but still have individuals uh, who may commit uh, similar kinds of behavior, maybe who know someone who's a terrorist and then provide assistance to them so that those people would still be liable. Yeah, there were some pieces written and some comments made at the start of the week or last week previewing these cases that uh, our Internet experience might somehow drastically change. I'm not making any predictions. I know neither are you, but it doesn't sound like it will. It doesn't sound like it will the way the justices are inclined to come down on these two cases. However, there are a couple more cases waiting in the wings involving uh, Republican-sponsored legislation that passed in Texas and in Florida to basically force social media companies to keep up certain kinds of political posts that some of them have sometimes tried to take down. People probably know about the, the banning, at least for some time, of former President Donald Trump from those platforms. And I think those cases are likely to come to the court next year. They punted them out this term, but it looks like they may come back next year. And I think that those are the ones that really have the potential to, to upend the Internet and probably get a bit more traction from the conservative wing of the court. Such important material, Josh. Thank you very much. Good to hear from you. Okay, take care. That's Josh Gerstein. He is Politico's senior legal affairs reporter. As we look at the high bench and its uh, uh, relations here, I guess we could say its interactions with big tech and whether we're looking at some big changes down the road. Maryland men's basketball trying to secure a win against Minnesota tonight. An update from College Park. And Rob has the rest of your sports night. Stay with us. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in organic search visibility 
availability and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com, P.F. Chang's, and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now, 8.15 on WTOP and Rob Woodford. All right, Maryland handling business against last place Minnesota over at Xfinity Center. The King Terp himself, George Wallace, is live in College Park with more. All right, Rob, you know, it's a 20-point leader, 62-42. Terp's shooting 73%. Now, I haven't seen you shoot like this. I've seen Dimitri shoot this well <laughs> Oh, my shot wet. <laughs> 62-42. The score, uh, Dante Scott, Akeem Hart, Akeem Hart, each with 14 uh, to lead Maryland as they uh, open up this half, also in a quick 8-0 run also. So Maryland in control here, Rob, trying to remain perfect at home in conference playing, get a win after a loss, tough loss on the road at uh, Nebraska in overtime the other day. 64-42, 13-15. To go in the game. All right, George. Apparently, I'm going to have to take this guy on the Papa yeah. shot and remind him who's who <laughs> right. now. Uh, GW, as we uh, take a look at other uh, second half local action, the Colonials leading Rhode Island 47 uh, 40. American has relinquished its 10 point lead over Navy. It is now the midshipman in front 36 to 30. Uh, Virginia on upset alert as the sixth-ranked Cavaliers trailing at Boston College 40-31. to They're shooting just 29% from the floor are the Hoos. Uh, Georgetown still an hour from tip-off at Capital One Arena. The Hoyas hosting St. John's in search of their first win streak since starting this season 2-0, and their first conference win streak in two years. If they can pull it off, the Capitals' offense struggling during this five-game slide, so getting their most prolific Scorer back at practice was refreshing. Alex Ovechkin back after a week away to mourn the loss of his father. He was uh, in the morning skate at Kettler. He remains questionable to be back to game action against the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow night in the She Believes Cup. Team USA leading Brazil 1-0 coming out of halftime. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 17 D.C. police face a new federal lawsuit. Prosecutors accused the department of violating their First Amendment rights during the protests almost three years ago after George Floyd's death. The suit was filed today in D.C.'s district court by the Partnership for Civil Justice Fund on behalf of three protesters. The complaint seeks to end what it calls indiscriminate use of projectile weapons, including stinger grenades, foam and rubber bullets, and flashbang devices against those marching in the streets. Two plaintiffs say police used a weapon that exploded shrapnel into their legs during 2020 protests, causing puncture wounds. They're asking for compensation for medical bills and punitive damages against D.C. police. The top stories we're following for you this hour on WTOP. A man is fighting for his life after a shooting involving a police officer just outside Tyson's Mall this evening. There have been nine anti-Semitic acts in one large local school system since just Friday. Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner are the latest to get subpoenas from the new special counsel investigating the Capitol riot and efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Stay with us here for more about all these stories on WTOP. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound uh, near NASA Goddard, it is guardrail work that is along the left side of the roadway and you're getting by squeezing one single lane to the right. So it does slow down from Powder Mill tonight. 
headed toward the Beltway on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Northbound, the lanes are open. 95 is without delay both ways. And 270 runs pretty well between the Beltway and Interstate 70. Now, we're in great shape on 50 out to the Bay Bridge as well. And traffic around the Beltway in both Maryland and Virginia runs without delay. Virginia side on 66, way too early for any work zones. Running well both inside and outside the Beltway. And both 395 and 95 are pretty quiet there tonight. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. Let's go to Amelia Draper. Tracking some wild temperature swings for the rest of the work week on into the weekend. Now tonight, pretty quiet out there. I could see an isolated shower or two, but low temperatures around 50 and plenty of clouds. Tomorrow, it's feeling more like summer than winter with a high temperature of 80 degrees. That means temperatures tomorrow running about 30 degrees above normal. In fact, here in our area, we've only hit 80 degrees or higher three times in February. So record warmth out there tomorrow with increasing sunshine. Windy and turning colder throughout the day on Friday will start off around 50 and fall into the 40s throughout the day with winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour. On Saturday, expect wind chills in the 20s and 30s with a chance for rain or snow shower mainly later in the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Georgetown at 50, Bowie 48, Leesburg 50. Some parts of our area moving up into the 50s and 60s overnight. The rare phenomenon where the temperatures rise instead of fall at night. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP. Hands off. We got this. D.C.'s council chairman has a blunt message for Congress. I'm Luke Garrett. It's 820. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed it's time to try something different. Linzess or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Way. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1 800 L I N Z E S S. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Breaking news on WTOP. We have just learned tonight that a shooting near Tyson's Corner Mall has turned deadly. A police officer was involved in this shooting, we're told, and a man was uh, in life-threatening condition sent to the hospital. That person has now died. We're still waiting for a police briefing from the scene or near the scene tonight, and a WTOP reporter is there. So we'll bring you more coming up. But the shooting from earlier this evening around 6.30 at Tyson's Mall, just outside the mall area in the Bloomingdale's area, uh, that shooting has turned deadly. And we'll tell you more as information comes in on WTOP. Here's Scott Gagnon, VP of Federal for Worldwide Technology. Worldwide Technology solves our government's most complex challenges. We understand how to accelerate transformation. We analyze, design, test, and deliver practical solutions that integrate the best-suited technologies. Our team is committed to your mission success. We are Worldwide Technology, your trusted partner for today's digital modernization journey. Visit WWT.com. 
MedStar Washington Hospital Center has again achieved national ranking for cardiology and heart surgery in the 2022-23 U.S. News & World Report Best Hospitals Rankings, moving up to number 28. It is the only nationally recognized heart program in the Washington metropolitan area and also received the highest rating possible in aortic valve surgery, heart attack, heart bypass surgery, heart failure, and transcatheter aortic valve replacement. For more information about the MedStar Heart and Vascular Institute, visit MedStar health.org. This is WTOP News. Now 823 to the bumpy road that lies ahead for D.C.'s revised criminal code. The document that defines crimes and sentences hasn't been updated in more than a century, but the new changes have to be approved by Congress before taking effect. D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson, who champions the revised code, admits the council's fighting an uphill battle. Part of the problem that we're dealing with is that a significant number of Democrats in the Senate are up for election next year. They do not want to see campaign messages about how they're soft on crime. Mendelson blames Mayor Muriel Bowser for casting the revised code as easy on criminals. It's easy to say it makes the city less safe, but uh, prove it to me because you can't prove it to me. He argues the lower sentencing guidelines within the updated code won't actually impact crime. What does? It's swift and certain justice. Here are full conversation on how the changes would actually impact D.C. residents on this week's episode of WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Luke Garrett, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to the mayor's office for response to Mendelssohn's comments. 824. We're following developments out of Arlington County where a 94-year-old man is charged with crimes against children. And investigators say it's possible there are more victims. Officers arrested and charged Adolfo Zambrano of Arlington with two counts of aggravated sexual battery after a woman called 911 on February 10th, reporting seeing a suspicious interaction between the 94-year-old and a child. Detectives with the Special Victims Unit arrived to learn the woman had confronted Zambrano, and detectives confirmed the child had been touched inappropriately. In investigating Zambrano, they say they learned of another woman's abuse by Zambrano when she was a child. Police want anyone who knows of other inappropriate encounters with Zambrano to contact them. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. An update in the capital murder case of a former University of Alabama basketball player from D.C. Darius Miles and Michael Davis, who's from Maryland, both face murder charges in the killings of a woman near Alabama's campus in January. Tonight we're learning another Alabama basketball player, Brandon Miller, will stay on the team. This despite testimony from police that the star forward brought Miles to the gun that was used to kill the woman. Miller's attorney says it's not true that he never touched the gun. Miller is Alabama's best basketball player. He's projected to be drafted fifth overall in ESPN's latest 2023 NBA uh, that is draft rankings. The draft rankings for the NBA. Now 825. It's Money News 25 and 55 and Brennan Hazelton. A mixed day on Wall Street with the Dow closing down 85. NASDAQ picked up 15. S&P down 6. The Biden administration says it's considering the first ever lease sale for offshore wind energy in the Gulf of Mexico, a key part of a push to deploy 30 gigawatts of offshore wind by 2030. Is it fair to call soy, oat, almond and other drinks milk? The answer in new draft rules from the FDA is yes. The agency says those drinks don't pretend to be from dairy animals, and U.S. consumers know the difference. Brennan Hazelton, WTOP News. Mixed results in the Asian markets. South Korea's Kospi is up about half a percent, but Tokyo stocks down one and a half percent. 
A shooting that we have been following near Tyson's Corner Mall since 6.30 has turned deadly tonight. We just learned that minutes ago. Stay with your breaking news, traffic and weather station for the latest. And two of former President Trump's family members and former advisors when he was in the White House are subpoenaed for testimony in the investigation into his efforts to overturn 2020 election results. 826 and all the latest on the way. Hi, I'm Katie from Long Roofing. Winter is here and your roof might not be ready for the season. Snow, ice, and high winds can do serious damage to your home. 